You join a group of other new spanking friends in the pool as the DJ jams out on some fun retro dance tunes. You've got a beach ball you're tossing around when one of them suggests a game. We'll bounce the ball around in the air. If you knock it out of the pool or into the water, you have to get paddle swats equal to the number of times it was hit first. Everyone agrees, and you start having fun. 8, 9, 10, 11. The ball flies your way, but you tip it badly, and it goes flying out of the pool. The other guys all laugh. You slowly trudge out of the pool. One of them comes up with you and grabs a paddle off the nearby cable. Bend over, he tells you. Eleven swats are coming on your wet butt. Ow. But just wait until he knocks the ball out. Then it'll be your turn. Welcome to episode 44 of the Dudes Spakin' Dudes podcast. This is not a podcast about the politics of 17th century Hungary, nor is it a podcast about which state has the best barbecue. This is a podcast about dudes that are spanking other dudes and dudes who are being spanked by other dudes. And this show is hosted this time by three dudes. Hi, I'm Randy, otherwise known as Red Bear Spanker on all the various platforms. And I'm Tony, known as Bear Spanks or Charlie Gilbert on most platforms. Hello, Tony and Randy. And of course, I am Scott, also known as Red Spank Scott. Uh, the two of you are here to talk about Hot Seat Retreat because you both attended our event in March. So tell everyone a little bit about yourself and your relationship to the spanking scene. We'll start with Randy. Sure. So I have been primarily a top um, for, uh, God, I guess I'm going to say 15 years now. Um, and I have, people have probably seen me at, uh, Badass Weekend, uh, cause I've been there six times. Um, Tony and I are in a daddy cub relationship. Um, so you may have seen me abuse him a couple times, uh, on the internet and other places. Uh, it's, it's yeah. discipline. It's discipline. It's not <laughs> abuse. And he learns a lot from it. I think he's, <laughs> he's getting character finally. Yeah. Tony, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, I'm uh, Tony. I'm from Seattle. I've been doing this uh, about 20 years and this was my second big event. I've been to badass weekend and then I've been to a bunch of other like leather events like MAL and stuff like that. Um, but this is only my second big spanking event. And like you said, uh, he's been my daddy bear for about 20 years. I'd say. Yeah. Yep, so we'll mostly be talking about uh, Hot Seat Retreat, how that event went in March. We had uh, close to 200. Well, we had about 170 people registered. Uh, we also had some people who were showing up at the event with day passes. So we had we had a lot of folks attend. And, and from my perspective, it's super successful. Uh, there's still plenty of you know things to learn from it, and we'll talk about how things went. But first, before we get into the fun of Hot Seat Retreat, just uh, a few pieces of business. Uh, but fun business because it's about spanking. Uh, so first of all, Claw in Cleveland, the Cleveland Leather Appreciation Weekend is coming up at the end of April. So our buddies from Badass Weekend, um, arranging for spanking parties at the event. And, uh, what we've done, uh, sorry, the details are a little bit sketchy right now, but there will be spanking parties at the event. Uh, Jaden, uh, our buddy who created the WAPS app, uh, if you don't have it, go look it up online, um. W-H-A-P-P-Z. Uh, he has an event calendar on there, and he has Badass Weekend at Claw listed on there. So if you register as attending the event uh, on WAPS, 
you'll get more information as it becomes available. Now, Tony, you are planning to attend CAW this year. Yeah, this will be my first one, and I'll be at all the spanking parties. I'm assuming they're going to do it the same way we did it at MAL, where they send out like a mass email. Um, so if you're on the BAW list, you'll also get that email as well. So it'll tell you what room we're in and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So so we're bringing the fun. Uh, we had uh, uh, we had such a successful spanking event at Claw when they came here to LA in Thanksgiving. It's great to see more spanking taking place. Now I had heard that they're going to be doing some spanking speed dating uh, <laughs> at Claw. I'm not sure. That's true, yeah. Yeah, so, so speed speed dating is one of their things at Claw where they do speed datings for various kinks to see if they can help guys connect with each other. So so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, the second piece of spanky business is that I have started a Discord server uh, for people who listen to the Dudes Speak of Dudes podcast. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with Discord, it is a social media platform and app. Uh, it was originally designed for gamers, uh, but it allows people to make private communities that can chat live uh, both in text uh, and with a voice channel. So it's almost like it's almost a throwback to the old AOL chat rooms from from back in the day, but they've been upgraded for a new generation and they're a lot fancier and a lot nicer and they could do a lot more things. Um, because it's private, it could be set up to allow for things like posting up adult images and videos of spanking play, uh, something that most social media sites have been doing away with. There are not a lot of places where you can actually post your spanking stuff uh, on social media anymore. So it's now a place for us to gather. We could talk about spanking, share pictures, have some fun live chats. Um, I've just started it, so it hasn't really done much. It's super casual right now. Uh, and I'm going to see where it goes. Uh, both of you are on there, aren't you? Yeah. 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 So if you are listening to this and you're interested in joining the Discord, um, what you need to do is go to my podcast Twitter feed, uh, if you're if you're not following that. It is Dudes Spank Dudes, all one word, and you can send me a message, and I'll send you a link to it. Or um, you can reach out to me through my various Red Spank Scott profiles on WAPS or Recon um, and say, hey, I went on the Discord, and I will send you a link to join the Discord server. So uh, that is it with our business. So let's talk about Hot Seat Retreat. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So this was our second Hot Seat Retreat ever. The first one was the first one was the, the last thing anyone did before before <laughs> COVID took over the world. Um, right. And so neither of you had attended the first one. So what made you decide to come out this way to Hot Seat Retreat? So the cub has turned into an addict for uh, spanking events. He went to his first one earlier this year at uh, BAW, and it's like he's he's gone to Christmas Town. Right? <laughs> um, so he was uh, days after uh, Badass was done. He was like, "I'm signing up for a hot seat retreat," and I was like, "Oh, okay." Um, so. Uh, so when he was signing up, he was generous enough to um, have me stay with him. And so we both put it on the calendar. We had heard a lot of good things about the first one, so we were happy to do it. Yep. So, yeah. So it's your first time coming out here. Um, what is So what is the difference? And we kind of talked about this a little bit on the podcast. So what is the difference between going to someplace like Mid-Atlantic Leather that may have a speaking party versus going to someplace like Badass Weekend or Hot Seat Retreat? Or oh, man. 
it's so different, right? Because everyone is into the same kink. When you go to a leather event, and I love MAL. I don't mean to make it sound like I'm disparaging any leather event, but it is a it is a panoply of stuff, right? You're 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 knocked over by pups, you know, in the first five minutes that you're there, and there's all kinds of things, and it's really hard to tell. I I've said for years you have to look for the people who aren't wearing leather at a leather event. <laughs> <laughs> they're the most dangerous, right? <laughs> yeah. And um, so being able to go to a spanking event, you already have one of the hurdles out of the way, which is everybody's into the same thing. Nobody accidentally goes to a spanking weekend. And it's like, wait, what's happening here? Like, <laughs> that's the way it is. So um, uh, I think that, you know, you don't have to navigate it. You can navigate navigate it with more confidence than say a leather event because the first hurdle is out of the way. And then you just have to find out who your people are within that um, within who shows up to that weekend. And so I, I just know that when I went to my first all spanking event, I couldn't believe how much easier it was to find play and to engage in scenes and stuff. Uh, yeah. Everybody was down with it. Cubby. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, there's like uh, you just skip that whole first step of finding out if they're even into spanking and then um, you just go from there. So I played way more at these two spanking events than I ever got to play at a leather event just because you're skipping that whole first step of like trying to figure out what they're into. Are they into spanking at all? You know, or are they into, you know, flogging or whips? You know, because there's, there's crossover there, um, but not everybody's necessarily into spanking. So at this this event you know, right off the bat, everybody's kind of into what you are already. So um, it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah, no, so even so, even though, so you knew that coming into this that everyone was here to spanking, uh, Tony, you in, in particular, actually both of you, kind yeah. of set set yourselves up for success. So right. talk about a little bit about your preparations before coming to the event, an event that you had never come to before. So what did you guys do to kind of, get 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 yourself prepared yeah i'm a big pre-planner um so i i went on WAPS first of course and then found the people that were going i knew a couple of them from B, uh, baw already so i connected with them you had that forum set up which is pretty amazing so you could private message people on there and talk to them and like see if they're into the same stuff as you um so i literally had a whole list of people i chatted with and then one by one i met them at the event and spanked them and um yeah it was a good way to do it yeah, yeah, so Hot Seat Retreat, yeah, we had set up uh, a private forum that only people who were attending Hot Seat Retreat had access to. And uh, Jaden Jaden did the work on that. It's on our website, um, which, of course, you can't see it unless you log in, and you can't log into it unless you're, you know, you're attending. So uh, it's right. a nice little place for people to organize. Uh, what about you, Randy? Yeah, I used, I used that same um, forum uh, a couple weeks before coming out there and being like, hey, who needs a daddy lecture with their spanking? And I uh, got to immediately connect to a whole bunch of guys who were fantasizing about that. Um, it's, uh, you know, using uh, WAPS was also like, the, there's, it's a very handy feature to see who is saying that they're attending an event. Um, and then being able to go through and be like, oh, right, okay, these are the kinds of guys I like spanking. And so um, so it was using – I think for next year, Discord is going to be a big deal. Um, I would definitely back up what Scott was saying about joining the Discord because um, that's where you get to talk to people. If you're brand new to an event like this – and by the way, if you're brand new coming to an event like this, you are a rock star. Like just showing up 
at an event where you don't know anyone and you're into spanking like that, that is a, a very brave thing to do. I remember going to a IML party, uh, something like 15 years ago for the first time. And it just felt like, Oh my God, what am I doing? People are going to fist me at the door. What's happening? <laughs> um, and you know, nothing like that actually happens, but you just, you just don't know. And it's terrifying um, to be able to lessen some of that. And to be able to talk to people beforehand online is isn't that what the internet is for? Really, it's really for porn at the end of the day. For, <laughs> well, but you, do, you, you don't have to pick. You don't have to pick and choose anymore. You can you can right. you can talk and do the porn thing. Right. <laughs> well, right. As Cubby knows very well. Yeah. So. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's just a little shout out. There it is. Uh, a third of the people who attended Hot Seat Retreat had never come to an event before. Um, or at least the, those who did the sur- who, those who filled out our, our post-event survey, a third of them said they had never they had never been to Bedass Weekend, they had never been to our event, they had never been to I'm assuming that also means Camp Red Tails, so they had never been to an event like this ever before. They showed up, and so yeah, it, it was a big deal. Um, one of the things actually, one of the reasons it's great to talk about how you guys set things up is because one of the things we hear frequently. And we're going over our the surveys that are just now coming in and looking at some of the answers. One of the things we hear a lot, one of the things I hear a lot as just a person, you know, doing this podcast for people on the scene is concerns about like clicks and people who stick to themselves and just the group of buddies. And I'm like, is it a click? Is it just the group of friends? And one of the things to realize is these are people who are taking advantage of these communication options that are being put in front of you to get to know people in advance. So, they, so they've had these conversations with someone. They don't feel like they're throwing themselves into a space with a bunch of strangers and then trying to figure out how to talk to people. Right. They already know a little bit about some people. So again, like you mentioned, joining the Discord, joining like a, only a small a percentage. I don't know how big a percentage it was, but only a certain percentage of people who attended Hot Seat Retreat participated on the forums. And it was unfortunate because they would have learned about a lot of stuff that people were doing on their own uh, right. and could have felt out, you know, said, hey, I'm into this kind of spanking. Is anybody else into this? and not felt that they were going in cold. I used the forum during the event itself to set up a, um, a scene. Um, so it, it's always good to stay uh, on those electronic forums and be able to see what's going on as the, even as the event is unfolding. Like I yeah. think it's, there's a lot of stuff we can do. Yeah, and especially because, so, you know, one of the big issues with the, the resort, we're in, it's a big, lovely resort, CCBC, it is in sort of a widespread physical space that is really, really hard to centralize things. And we tried this year to kind of make this sort of central grassy area a location where people would go to, but it still didn't quite work. I put some spanking benches out and there was a spanking play that happened on them. I spanked somebody on them. Um, I was spanked on one of them. So right. it's the thing that happened. Um, but it was still some of the feedback we've gotten is that everything was kind of sp- still kind of a bit spread out and there was stuff happening uh, that people didn't know about that maybe they would have participated in. And it's really kind of a difficult thing to come up with a solution to. And I think these sorts of online communications are the way to do it. Yeah, I, I, I honestly can't imagine just showing up out of the blue without having talked to people beforehand. I, it would be extremely difficult to navigate. Um, 
Of course, it helps when people like Scott says, "Hey, I'm free game all weekend." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should talk about a little bit. How, I should talk about how that played out actually, because I made a big deal about doing it. Yeah. So, so for people who didn't listen to the recording, uh, I decided last time I last time I hosted Hot Seat Retreat, I got into very much a bottom headspace, and I knew it was happening again because like the the process of helping people just kind of, it, it just being this guy who's running around and making sure everyone takes care of just kind of brings out the bottom of me. So I decided I was going to attend and host as a bottom and be available for spankings and to furthermore just kind of create this sort of consent structure to give people permission to kind of bully me. And so I recorded this whole thing about all the things that people could do to me and that I would just do it. They didn't have to ask. They didn't have to make a big deal about it. They could just come over and do it to me. So some fun stuff happened, and it did happen. Some some people did come over, and I got I got an amazing amount of wedgies, a surprising <laughs> a surprising amount of wedgies, and I love the fact that it's it's becoming a thing within our scene, and I'm very happy about it. I know some people find that might be a little bit strange, but you know there are a lot of different kinds of of play within the spanking scene, and it really does feel like the bully spanking model is is developing into its own role play within the scene, and that's going to be super awesome. Uh, and I have a, actually a, a fun story further on when we start getting into some additional stories. So <laughs> the awkward and fortunate things, and it's embarrassing for me, but everyone else was being so nice about it, was that my mind was so focused. The event was really, because of the success of the event, because of the increased size, the increased number of people who attended, we nearly doubled the number of people who attended over the first one. Um, I was constantly, my mind was constantly thinking about people's needs. And that could be a little bit of a problem if you're also trying to bottom. And, yeah. and what ended up happening is I could not take nearly the level of spanking that I normally can take to the degree that I was embarrassed by it and like everyone else is being very nice about it but I even um you know jr uh my regular my my regular vicious bully top uh who's been on the podcast a few times and he he can raise hell on my ass and he was there and one morning i said okay i'm having trouble getting into it can you help me like give me something because uh -huh. he can always get to it. and even he was like scott i don't know what's going on but you you can't hardly take anything so i mean that down to the fact that you were in a different climate it could come down to the fact that you were um you, you like you said you're running the event and so you're in this mindset and you don't really get a break from that mindset and so to switch from that to being a bully victim is is difficult like i think that anybody who has spent any time on the other side of a paddle knows that you can't necessarily plan on how your body is going to react to getting a spanking yep um, you know, it's it, it, the fantasy does not equate to the reality all the time. Yep. One of my bullies did manage to get me to yell out the safe word uh, using my own bully paddle, which was <laughs> which was hot, but also super embarrassing because it was it was like it was 20 swats, I think. And I had to yell out. And I know like the bully paddle is ferocious on bare butt and it was bare butt. But I was still still super embarrassed about it um although uh he ended up uh he ended up on the other side of a fun paddling later and we'll get into talking about that because it was a super awesome play um so so that's how things went for me as far as being about him the funny thing is like right after the event right afterwards so afterwards i ended up staying in palm springs for a few days for a few days and being and hanging out at um a nice little villa 
with uh, with Kobe Jensen, the, the porn actor who is who was also there at Hot Seat Retreat, and my bottom just suddenly got into it, and I'm like, um, I posted a video on the Discord. I actually posted it on my um, just a fun short video on the Twitter feed of Colby spanking me. Um, and it was, it was fine. My, my bottom went back to absolutely normal. And then I was annoyed because I didn't have anyone there to give me, although I did get a little bit of some spankings from Colby, but he was kind of busy, you know, and it was some vacation time for him and he was kind of busy. And then he won a porn award in the middle of all of this. So, <laughs> so I was like, I'm, I'm not going to begrudge him his celebrations. And so I was like, now I'm like, well, now where's the spankings that I wanted? And so I never got that. I never got the hard spankings that I actually wanted, but that's fine. The event was, I had, people were worried that I wasn't having a good time. I actually was, I was having a great time. And part of having the great time was helping the people. And it's hard to kind of get people to understand that it's one of the things that makes the event great for me, but it does. I really, really liked doing the things that made this event successful, even if they were a little bit stressful, even if they were time consuming, even if they were things that stopped me from playing myself. So, well, I'll just make sure you have my text number next time. Scott, so <laughs> to daddy ready can come take care of you. I'll, yeah. I'll yeah, that's true. I would have, I would have, I, I, anyone could have come, come to the, come to that uh, villa and, and spank me some. Um, <laughs> so, but tell me about, so, so Tony, Tony, you gave out, Tons of spanking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so at these events, I kind of go either way, but it's mostly Randy spanks me nowadays. I don't really get spanked by a lot of other people, so I mostly top. So I gave 35 spankings. Well, I gave 40 spankings to 35 different people. A couple guys uh, got two. So I had a good time. Like I said, I had a whole list of people I, I met beforehand and checked off my list one by one. And uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a blast. Yeah, there was like ample, ample opportunity to play, plenty of time, plenty of places to do it. Like I had a, I had a blast. So so, um, so talk about talk about a little bit about like how did you approach someone that that you had only communicated with online? Like, did you have any issues with like when you met them and you know, making this sort of connection and getting them to say yes to spanking? Tony was like, you're next. That's <laughs> that was his game, basically. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, I had a really easy time. Like, I've chatted beforehand. We kind of uh, breached the whole, like, um, consent thing beforehand with some people. There's a certain guy that, like, no matter what event we're at, I can just grab him by the ear and spank him. You know, he's one of those guys. Right. Um, other, other guys, we went to my room and chatted beforehand a little bit, and then I spanked him. Some guys, um, I spanked him one guy on the bench outside and a bunch of people started watching and then i ended up spanking all three of them too because they're, like, <laughs> they're like can i be next i was like yeah sure it's fine by me uh i have no issue with that so uh yeah it was pretty pretty easy um a couple people were like hey i'm not in the mood right now i just got one and then i spanked them later you know what i mean um, right that's something that's something you have to worry about at events too is like you uh constant spankings you know you can't just overdo it on the thursday especially so you gotta be careful of that um but yeah i spanked pretty much almost every guy i wanted to spank and uh plenty more i also have these dumb shirts to say like you know i think you need a spanking and those are good like people will just walk up and be like hey i like your shirt and that'll be a good little icebreaker you know but like, hey do you need a spanking and they usually do you know what I mean? so <laughs> it's the place to do it so yeah yeah Yep. And how about you, Randy? I know I, I said when when Randy came in to register because I was running the registration table, Tony was up there. And so so I know the first spanking that Randy gave was <laughs> he spanked yeah. Tony right in front of me. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm constantly looking for ways to be able to 
give Tony some new experience, which is really hard these days because yeah. he's had so many. Um, but like finding ways to um, uh, make his uh, upper cheeks blush along with the lower cheeks. Right. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, the first night I was there and I got, I got to the event late because of some, um, other things. Um, so I didn't get to see some of the, uh, events that were scheduled, um, uh, during the day on Friday. Um, so coming in on Friday night, it was like me and Tony time. Um, and then it was really Saturday waking up and being like, all right, there's an entire campground full of guys who need spankings. I'm going to go find them. Um, being able to, I had done some um, talking to people beforehand and I was able to do some very specific scenes with them, which was really great. I was very much in a spank people outside mode all weekend because um, I feel like if you're getting spanks, why shouldn't the rest of the community watch you get spanked? Like, I feel like that should happen. Um, so uh, and, and here's the thing, too. I, I hail from upstate New York and, you know, it's still kind of really cold spring here. So being able to go outside in various states of undress is kind of a novelty. Um, being able to do spanking outside is uh, definitely um, not something, obviously you can't do that in real life, but especially just being able to have the warmth of, uh, of California just made the, the whole time a lot of fun. So, um, so I got to, I got to do a lot of really, check off a whole bunch of really quirky things off my list this weekend. Yep, yeah, and see, yeah, CCBC is a clothing optional resort, so there were guys who were just walking around completely naked. Uh, and they were, I was very, very, very happy about that. Like, <laughs> some of them who I would call muggles who were not there for the spanking event were just like, I just wanted to share my entire body with you. And I'm like, I appreciate that. How generous. Um, <laughs> It was it was nice. It was very nice. Yeah. So um, in the spirit of the fact that, you know, even though I'm one of one of the event organizers, this, though, is an independent podcast. Uh, and we need to talk about, you know, any issues or concerns or problems. So was there there's anything that happened that was, you know, um, bad? Um, you know, this is something I feel like our community can start talking about is um, how do we as men talk about consent, right? How do we um, feel like, oh, well, I went to a, you know, we feel like we went to a spanking event and so it's all, it, there's it no holds barred and like um, everything goes um, and people will lose themselves in fantasies and their, you know, consent is always revocable, Right. Um, how do we get that message out, especially to younger folk who are showing up to these events for the first time? Um, uh, how do we talk about that? So uh, there was there was an issue. Tony, do you want to talk about it? It's up to you. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a huge deal, but there's definitely a guy who kept um, randomly touching me at the event. And, uh, you know, one out of 200 is not that bad, but um, it's definitely one of those things I should have spoken up about. I wish I'd gone and gotten Scott and told him, you know, um, cause I'm not necessarily worried about my well-being, but I, I don't know who else he was doing it to. I've been doing this long enough that it doesn't really bug me that much, but it's just one of those things we need to remember that just cause I have the armband on, you know, I actually had a top armband on all weekend. So he, the fact that he kept touching me like that is kind of weird. Um, so yeah, that's, that's the only bad experience I had. And like, it didn't didn't mar the event at all. You know, it happens at every event. There's always one guy, but it's just one of those things we need to start talking about now that we have these events 
that have yeah. 200 people at them, you know, like this, it's, it's a good problem to have. We have a lot of different people and not everybody might know all the rules. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So. Yeah. And it's easy to kind of like, it's easy to slip because I actually, yeah. I slip because we're, we're, we tend to be pretty, you know, not only because we're in this banking, but we're men and men and we're, you know, most of us, not all of us, but most of us are gay men and we're pretty tactile, yeah. you know, and I I find myself accidentally, you know, touching guys without really thinking about it. There was a there was a guy who uh, who's bottomed for me before who showed up. I didn't know whether he was coming to the event or not. He didn't register in advance, but he did show up and it caused it actually caused a miniature crisis because like we had shut down registration, and all this other stuff. And now here he is. And so he's a sweetheart. And so I was like talking about how he's going to get his ass beat all weekend because he, he caused <laughs> this nightmare. And then I just kind of reached out and I grabbed his butt uh, right. briefly and I let it go. And in my mind, I was like, I probably shouldn't have done that. And so I, you know, and then I didn't keep doing that. I just made a mental note. I was like, okay, I, I did that without thinking about it. He didn't react badly to it. And in fact, actually, when I talked to him later, he, one of the things he had mentioned, you know, when I was seeing how he was doing at the event, um, one of the things he had mentioned is that actually that he found that people were actually much more careful about consent um, mm. um, here because he is a, a very attractive gentleman uh, that a lot of people wanted to play with. Um, and, uh, and he did. He got a lot of play in. But it, it sounded like that he had a very good time as well. But, yeah, even I, who talk a lot about this, can, can slip up without thinking about it and just reach out and touch someone because – from the familiarity of knowing him and having played with him before, but I hadn't actually seen him in six months or something, and I shouldn't have just assumed it was okay that I just grab him. Right. I mean, it's, when you're talking about power discordant too, like like tops or daddies or how, whatever term you want to use, have a psychological advantage that they have to be they have to keep themselves in check. Right. Um, being able to make to say, well, I'm going to tie you up. Right. Uh, sometimes the bottom is in a psychological place of like, well, whatever daddy says, I do. But that doesn't mean that that's what they really want to have happen. So I think that being able to talk about things like that before the um, before you're at the event to be able to talk to people um, and say, hey, are you actually OK with this? This is what I want to do uh, is I, I think a lot of people don't want to screw up the fantasy but um but i think it's much worse to just headlong go into the fantasy and not care that everyone's on the same yeah. uh, level as yeah. you yeah and you could be po the thing is you could also be positive about it and uh, yeah. and that's what i did that's actually why i made that announcement because one of the things i've discovered as i've gotten more and more into bottoming i actually like having my butt objectified so like right. While it's wrong to go to this guy and just grab his ass, I'll say, and I'll actually I'll say it right now because I'm keeping the rule in place. <laughs> Guys can come grab my ass. I like <laughs> it. I, I actually enjoy it. I've reached a state where I'm like, yeah, I I like the fact that people are turned on by my butt, that guys are turned on by my butt and they want to spank it. I like that. So you can so so the announcement was able was a way of giving people advanced permission to do this, so they didn't have to worry. They didn't have to you know be like, is this okay? Is this okay? Is this okay? Yeah. And I can make it more positive for them 
take that take that off of their shoulders and give them a yes and say you can all do this you don't have to think about it you could be daddy you could be a bully you could whatever whatever version you could be i've actually you know i described it as like you could be this sort of if you wanted to role play some some overly entitled jerk who was staying at the ccbc and wanted me to do things for me you could do nobody actually did that which is like oh i gave them an opening and everything and nobody did that everyone was actually <laughs> everyone was a complete sweetheart to me um Pretty I mean, much. I will say as as a red blooded top that the minute you made that announcement, I was like, "You're mine." <laughs> <laughs> so and you, you, yeah, you, and you did spank me, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I got to. It was pretty pretty quick after registration that I got to paddle you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. not uh, in your own uh, little dorm there. Yeah, it was fun. Yep. Yep. And then. Then uh, another fun fantasy that that got to play out a little bit later, if I can just shift gears a bit, um, that also involved Randy. So so I did say I got bullied quite a bit. I got wedgied a lot. And there was one uh, newcomer who was great, who was very um, outgoing, made friends with a lot of people, spanked a lot of people, was spanked by a lot of people, um, and very much took me up on my offer. Uh, He was the one who got me to yell out my my safe word. (laughs) Uh, so there was a really fun scene that happened towards the end. It was the it was Saturday night, and I was just going around, and and um, we were by one of the benches, and um, he came over to bully me, and he wedged me, um, and he was going to bend me over uh, one of these benches to give me another paddling. Then I heard a voice behind us because I was facing, you know, I, I I was facing away from everyone, so everyone was going to get a nice view of the spanking that I that I was about to get, and then I heard a voice. And it was Randy. <laughs> and Randy was there. And I don't know if I don't was this planned. This wasn't planned, right? You it saw- wasn't planned, but it was seated in a way, because earlier that day I had had a, a, a scene with the guy we're talking about. And I had said, all right, I better not catch you bullying again. Mm-hmm. And um, and that was me thinking, like, of course, I'm going to see this guy bullying again. Yeah, it's totally yeah. Yeah, and he had wedged me he had wedged me also earlier in the day and you spanked him for that. Yeah. Oh that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and so he so so before and, and this is so hot because I was bent over and I knew I was gonna get some spanking and I, I knew I was gonna be fine with it. You know, I had been spanked by him a couple of times already and you know, and he knew about the condition with my butt and for, for whatever reason, it was going to be perfectly fine spanking, but it didn't happen. The spanking didn't happen because you interrupted and stopped him and instead he was the one who got paddled. Yeah, he got paddled pretty hard because I had told him that, you know, it, woe betide him if I caught him doing that again. And I'm just like walking through CCB scene thinking about cookies. Like I wasn't thinking about anything. <laughs> yeah, we were leaving to get donuts, actually. We were going to go get donuts. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, and then I'm like, oh, hold on, Kobe. I got to do something. <laughs> and, and it was uh, – anyway. Yeah, and what made it super hot is because that's actually the funny thing is like that's a fantasy of mine, but that's my my fantasy was to be the bully in that scenario, and right. that is kind of a growing. I've been growing and trying to think of ways to make bully role play work as a switch and to kind of do this trying to find ways because I'm not good at role play, but I'm trying to find ways that I can fit into these role play di- role play dynamics so I can play with people. And help fulfill other people's fantasies a little bit more, even though I don't really need them. So that has been a fantasy of mine of going to spank some bottom and then having a top interrupt it 
and punish me instead. And it was yeah. kind of it was kind of funny to kind of see that play out. And now I'm like, oh, now I really want this. Now I really want this as a switch. <laughs> I didn't realize how fun that was going to be, but boy, watching his eyes just kind of sink to the floor when he, <laughs> I caught him right in the thing I told him he would get paddled for. Uh, it was great. It was a lot of fun. And he did not spank me for the rest of the event, which is which is funny. <laughs> and it was funny because like he had, he had spanked me so many times that it was Saturday evening, and so that so that was fine. He had gotten he had gotten plenty of he had got plenty of bullying, and so that was just a really 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 fun scene. Um, yeah, panic, right? It was lots of fun that it just happened, and it was really cool to watch people's reactions to it. And it is and it is also for me again as someone who has talked about from the very beginning of starting this podcast of having a fascination of incorporating bullying into this banking scene, it is really, really awesome to see that role play start to take off on right. its own and become part of the scene. Just like, you know, it is neat because it's, it's something that's kind of ours because we yeah. look at, you know, we're seeing other, things, other parts in the kink scene that are, that are growing up and becoming part of the culture like pup play uh, adult ABDL and age play. Of course, there's a lot of age play in the spanking scene. There was an age play event there with yeah. littles. Um, but like this boy thing is ours. Like this could be something for the spanking scene, and it fits in the spanking scene. Not so much in other kings. I think they have the sort of the alpha male kind of thing going on. Um, right. So. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. And and as you build relationships with people and you know what they're into, you can head into future events and be like, how can I make this happen? How can I make the conditions for this arise organically? Um, I, I think that's just going to wind up being more and more fun as years go by. Yeah. And all the firms meet every week, every year, right? Yep, yeah. And that was, yeah. And that was the fun I had at, um, at Badass Weekend was being able to bully the pledges and do something improvisational that they all love. That wasn't too intense, like right. they all got some good paddle swats by doing the thing out with the pool where I throw the wiffle balls in the pool and made them fetch the wiffle balls and, you know, oh. gave them, gave them swats for the numbers on the wiffle balls. It was, it was just silly. It was just silliness, but it was very, it was very frat pledgy. It was like something that felt like that, that would a way of bullying pledges. And yeah, so seeing more and more stuff like that happen would be, a, would be a lot of fun as an alternative dynamic. Um, yeah, absolutely. You did some other role play, though, I believe. Uh, so there was actually there it happened after the pool party. So we did um, we had a DJ hosted pool party on Saturday, which was also super successful. I was it was the thing that I was most worried about because it's something we've I've never done at a spanking event. We something we've never seen at a spanking event. We're like, are people going to show up the pool? Are they going to? Do I need to structure something specific? I was focused on the DJ who's. Uh, we had a great DJ who's actually part of the kink community, LA Leather DJ. He's actually part of Avatar uh, with me, uh, and so I know him. He's done a bunch of other events, but he's never done like a spanking event before because we've never had a DJ. <laughs> we've never had a DJ at a spanking event. So we had this fun afternoon party, and then uh, Doug took the lead on. Um, there were a bunch of guys uh, in the pool. Um, and so he took the lead on going out there and starting a sort of a spanking volleyball event. Um, where like uh, guys had they had to keep the ball in the air, um, and if they, whoever knocked the ball into the water, they keep track of. They were counting how many bounces in the air, and the person who either knocked it out of the pool or into the water had to get out of the pool. And I, I collected a few tops for them, and <laughs> the tops <laughs> the tops gave them swats on their incredibly wet butts. Right. Um, 
And it was it was super hot. And they played like this for like an hour. Yeah. There's a lot of chanting coming from the pool. Yeah, yeah, we could hear it. That was fun. Yep. And then afterwards, I believe uh, you, uh, uh, Randy, had some fun uh, in the locker room doing a scene. I sure did. It was a great locker room just to, you know, it's cool when it's you're I've been in in places where it's like, oh, pretend this is a locker room. But like it was an honest to God locker room because it's right next to the pool. Kelby, do you want to talk about this one? Yeah, um, so Randy set it up so that the swim team, which was three guys who were in the pool party, were going to meet in the locker room, and then me and another guy were going to be the assistant coaches, and um, the swim team hadn't been performing properly, so they needed to be punished. So, But first, Randy spanked me and the other guy because we'd been failing as our duties as, as coach, obviously. And then each, each of us took one of the swim team guys and spanked them in the locker room it was pretty fun and there were people changing in there who weren't part of the event so it was like a real honest to god like locker room spanking situation and at the end uh he had them line up and gave them all swats against the lockers too so it was like a real real scene it could have been filmed for a video practically it was pretty fun yeah i have a thing about lining boys up for spankings or making them wait in a line to get spanked and i got to do that once a couple years ago at uh badass and so I knew I wanted to do it again here, especially since there was a real locker room. So, um, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, especially scheduling it right after the pool party because I knew they'd be in wet swimsuits. Yeah. Uh, it works pretty well. Yeah. Yep. And uh, what other little things? Oh, you saw you got to you were staying in the back uh, area. So you got to see the little turtle they have. <laughs> yeah. That's the most important part of CCBC is the is the turtle that has been there for eons. God, the things that turtle must have seen over the last 20 or 30 years. Um, but the turtle's name is Dorcas, and we got to come out of our uh, little hotel room and see Dorcas pretty much every day. And yeah. it was just hilarious to have a little mascot at the spanking event. <laughs> yeah. And he's right next to our room, so he heard me get spanked quite yeah. a lot. <laughs> So yeah, yeah, you guys spent quite a lot. So I joke, yeah, I joke that uh, Dorcas should write a book because it would be pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, Dorcas has seen some things. We are yeah. actually probably we are probably pretty tame compared to the stuff that's that's taken place out there. Um, that's in, true. In the dungeon, right. actually, the dungeon. One of the things I didn't even realize until the end towards the end of the event is that the, the dungeon off on the side, which didn't get used very much during um, the first year, it actually got quite a bit of use by you guys, right? Yeah. yeah. We saw, um, I mean, I like all the different spaces and this certainly Friday night. I was like, let's take a tour of the whole space, Cubby and spank you. <laughs> um, <We did. laughs> and I also like giving him, new experiences so what were some of the new experiences you got cubby uh so he spanked me at the compound he made me put a butt plug in which i'm not used to um he did that in front of a bunch of people and then there's a waterfall uh he made me walk through the waterfall which is freezing cold and then he um put me over the horse right in front of doug's room and uh she strapped me in front of everybody um so that was two, those are two big ones. Um, yes, two big ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The waterfall is is funny because they have this beautiful photogenic waterfall, and they actually do photo shoots and stuff. And you may see like porn actors posing in front of that waterfall. That is, it's not heated at no, all. No, it's, it's ice, it's ice cold. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah. so if you ever see those photos, know that those <laughs> models are absolutely freezing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that, but yeah, it's it was it was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, 
There's uh, also large Christmas lights that's uh, purple Christmas lights that oh, yeah. spell out sex. <laughs> that that <laughs> just feels like you're you're in a weird Sesame Street, like perverted Sesame Street. Uh, <laughs> um, it's weird, but uh, yeah, there's a hot tub shaped like a penis. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we spent some time in that. Now, I think I said to you, Cubby, this is the gayest moment of my life. Right? Yeah. <laughs> then we did our typical thing we like to do where we uh, spank a guy together. So that's always fun. It's not something yeah. you get to do at a lot of events where you get to spank multiple people at once or together like that. So we put him over both our knees at once. And he yeah. loved that. So uh, give him sure the full, that was full bear treatment. And that's always a treat. So. So, do you plan to come back next year? Oh, Hell, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, Cubby and I, I think, wind up being – because we like spanking, um, I guess we'll say non-traditional spankies. Like, we like um, we like the bigger and the older spankies because they have more to lose when it comes to, like, um, saving face. <laughs> 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 uh, so at least that's my reason I like that. Um, uh, so we know that there are lots of guys in the past parts of the spanking community has been a kind of ageist. Like, you know, you're only looking for uh, spankies to be like 18 to 22 and it's basically like a unicorn. So the fact that we're able to spank, I hope that any guy at a spanking event feels free to be able to come up, tap me on the shoulder and say, daddy, I need a spanking, you know, and I know Tony feels that way. I know he does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so go for the thing you want. That's the, that is the lesson to be learned about going to a spanking event. You, you, you pay the money, you're there, go ask for it, you know? Yep. And, uh, yeah, talk, it's, it could be a challenge. We talked a little bit about people's fears about, about clicks and people thinking that they, they, that they weren't being included. Um, and so that's why you kind of need to try to do some early conversations. And, you know, from my experience, as someone with an overhead view, like people probably would say, well, well, Scott's just in their click. So I'm in, I, I, if that's the case, I'm in every click. And part of it is because, right. you know, part of it is because I'm an organizer. And so I'm, I'm going back and forth and, and talking to lots of people and making sure things are going OK. But there is the issue of what people what people think of our cliques are people who are comfortable with each other and people who know each other. And one of the things that I've learned from being more and more uh, into being an organizer and arranging things and talking to people is that actually – Many of them are, are fairly open, and if you're just interesting in talking to people, now, you have to be willing to come into them with no expectations. Like, if you're talking about making friends with guys, now, if you're complaining about clicks, and the reason you're complaining about clicks is that you saw someone who's hot, and he didn't want to be spanked by you. <laughs> yeah. That's a different issue. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I haven't had, you know, again, it... it it's hard to me evaluate anymore now that I'm spanking famous for, <laughs> yeah. for whatever that means. Right. Right. Um, yeah. and, and no one's ever going to be rude to me. Um, although they, they can, I mean, <laughs> you're, certain, you're certainly allowed to be rude to me, but I mean, but, and I'm, I'm not going to like go on, I'm not going to go on the podcast and, and, and call people out for being rude to me. That's, that's not how we do things, but like, 
my experience now, I used to kind of feel that way. It's like, oh, all these guys know each other uh, from going to these Moonbird events. And then as I started talking more and more people and realizing that, oh, well, people, it's not so much clicks. It's like they know each other. There's comfort level. It's learning about each other, knowing that knowing that other people are safe. Because one of the biggest, one of the more frustrating things or, or challenging things that I actually want to do an entire episode about really is people who just are only interested in talking to other people in the scene to the extent that it will lead to spanking play and are just completely unable to have a conversation or treat other people like actual people outside of that sphere. And they're the ones who are the ones who are most likely to get left out. And, yeah. and, and it just exact it's like a self-perpetuating problem. It really like, is. Yeah. Um, I, I think that, also, you cheat yourself out of being able to talk to other people that maybe you don't want to play with or they don't want to play with you, but they understand something about your life that very few other people in your life understand. And so to be able to just have camaraderie and to be able to talk about things like I, I had dinner with a wonderful guy who I gave a spanking to, um, and uh, we talked about how, uh, whether uh, spanking is its own sexuality. For him, it absolutely was. And I think you've talked about that in this podcast before. Yeah. Um, but uh, but this was the first time he had ever been able to talk to somebody else about it. And, you know, there are all kinds of conversations like that that can happen if you're just open to it and you're not thinking about, frankly, thinking about yourself all that much to be able to, like, open up your your sphere of consciousness and being able to talk to other people. There's a lot to be gained from that. Yeah. It's so cool to watch the male male spanking community turn into a community because the past 15 years, it's just been um, rapidly being much more friendly, much more accessible, much more. Um, there are so many more events. Um, there's so many other ways to get your ass paddled. Like it's um, it's pretty cool to watch that happen. Yeah. Yeah. I have a funny story about um, the first guy that ever spanked me. 22 years ago um i haven't seen him since um he was at the event and i spanked him so (laughs) it's a whole big it's a big (laughs) circle and like you get to know people and they come in and and out of your lives and yeah i've been friends with i've known randy for 20 years we chat every single day um but so it's a good thing to get to know people on the discord you have different things you have the video game section you have movies all that kind of stuff like it doesn't have to be all about spanking you know like we're real people and like Honestly, it's more fun spanking someone if you get to know them, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and the other thing is that a no can become a yes yeah, eventually. Sure. That has right. happened to me. That has happened to actually – there are guys that I've said no to initially for spanking to, to be spanked by them who I've – like after I've gotten to know them a little bit more and gotten more comfortable with them, I've said yes to. I've come back to them and said, like, you know what? Let's go ahead. I'll, I'll come over your knee and you, and you can spank me. Um, and it's just a facet of – getting to learn someone else and if you only see another person as through the lens of spanking it's just going to create this situation that you're that you get told no a lot right there's also i mean i'll share this there was a guy who um i've known in the community for a very long time but i only ever saw him um spanking twinks and young guys and 
I didn't actually ever try to reach out and talk to him myself. So I had all of these very acidic thoughts about him about like, oh, obviously he's just only into that and he only does this and he would never even talk to me and I don't even want to get into a spanking scene with him. And then over the years, I've realized what an incredible person this guy is. And my attitude about him has gone 180. Like I respect him quite a lot. Um, and we've never actually uh, laid a hand on either one. Of <laughs> we have not played at all. And I don't think either one of us want to, but I have nothing but the highest respect for him because I know he's out there um, playing with all kinds of people and doing it uh, appropriately and consent based. And just um, he's just a really great guy. So, you know, I think sometimes we have to check our own insecurities at the door and uh, figure out, you know, how do we talk to people outside of what we want uh, out of a spanking scene? How do we actually relate to each other? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So with that, we will wrap up this episode. Uh, Jaded, Doug, and I will will start getting to work on the next um, hot seat retreat at least. But stay tuned. Uh, we're we're really thinking about branching out into a lot of different ways, and we're not entirely sure where we're going to go yet. Like for those who filled out the survey, uh, they may have noticed a question about you know us talking about possibly putting together a second event. Um, wow. Uh, we are talking about possibly doing um, bar parties here at the Leather Bars here at L.A., uh, you know, talking about other potential possibilities to make more space or more more opportunities for this growing spanking community to connect with each other. So so stay tuned for more about all of that. But uh, in the meantime, um, Randy, uh, if somebody wants if, if somebody if somebody needs daddy to discipline them uh <laughs> how do they get in touch with you and really who doesn't uh they can find me on uh uh spank this uh as red bear spanker they can find me on uh um pretty much every platform as red bear spanker fully spelled out no spaces um and i encourage you to hit me up on waps uh it's fun to talk to people even if i am nowhere near you uh, it is fun to uh, I have I have a couple boys I'm disciplining over um, the Internet these days, and uh, I'm not always in the mood for that. But sometimes it's been a lot of fun. And Tony, how do people reach you? Uh, I'm Bear Spanks on Spanking Tube, Bad Bear Wah, as in Washington, on Spank This. And then I'll be at the Claw Spanking Parties if they, uh, they happen to be there. And then I'm on WAPS as well. And then the Discord you set up, of course, we're both on that. So yeah. Yep. As for me, I go by Red Spank Scott. You can find me on Spank This hook, Hookups as Red SPK Scott. Uh, everywhere else, like uh, Waps, Recon, and Scruff, I am Red Spank Scott, all spelled out. And so, once again, I want to thank actually everybody who showed up at Hot Seat Retreat, who made it such a stellar event. The vibe was amazing. It was. It was like a, it was like the best vacation. It was like Disneyland for spanking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you and the other organizers yeah. for all the insane amount of work you did to make this happen. And I'm the CCBC so people. Yes. And CCBC people. They were so great. Those waiters, holy cow. They were <laughs> really, really wonderful. So, um, yeah, kudos to all of you. Yep. And yep. And so thank you. Thanks to both of you, uh, Tony and Randy, for being on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll, I'll catch everyone next time.